I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. It girls, we the itch girls. I got Jenny and Lindsay in this bitch girl. Make you move your hips while sipping gin, girl. Make you bounce your tits like it's a jig, girl. Like boom. Hey girls, welcome back. It's another week in choir. What day is it, though? I don't know, though. It's just, it's just one old, big old Sunday. But don't worry, that is the last time you're going to be hearing the Q word. On this pod, because to the keyword. <laughs> this week we are going to be doing uh, an episode where we take a look at, I mean, we are so known, I think, for always referencing Sex and the City. If you guys didn't know, this was originally going to be a Sex and the City pod. Yes, that was the plan. And then we decided we wanted to just be Carrie Bradshaw via <laughs> podcast. Yes. So, yeah, we kind of as well, we've spoken before, Lois, that we bonded through our love for Sex and City. We used yeah. to watch it together all the time. And just nice. We decided that this would be a deadly episode to just pick apart Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah. And we're probably going to do it for all the characters, the four main characters at some point. Yeah. It's a fun little series to do. But I know a lot of people are re-watching. We've had people message us be like, oh my God, I'm watching Sex and the City for the first time. Uh, we'll put it at the start of the episode, as far as I know. Not sponsored, but please do. <laughs> I hate it when fucking YouTubers say that shit. Uh, they, <laughs> oh, please yeah. sponsor me. But, um, Hit us up. <laughs> it's not sponsored, but uh, now TV have just got Sex and the City back on. So I think it's like a 10 or a month or something. So you'll probably finish it within the month. So And I think it's the entertainment package. You got it before, yes, didn't you? Yes, yes. I have the DVD collection, but it's in my mom and dad's house. So F you quar. F you quar, man. Um, it's such a deadly, deadly show. Yes. I would freaking pay to have my brain memory erased so I could rewatch it again like I know ugh. me too it's one of those shows because like whenever I go to watch an episode now I'm like I've seen that too many times see that I've just yeah. seen them all no whenever I do choose one I love it yeah but there's I think what was weird was like when I started watching it when I was like a teenager I started watching it on telly it was on living tv or whatever that was it was an uncom. Comedy Central? Comedy Central. And um, I used to watch it, but like, because I had started watching it on the TV, I started at like season whatever. So mm. like later on in the season. So I was watching it in unison. And then when it finished, I was like watching it every week and like be like, I can't believe it's ending. Oh my God. And then I decided to rewatch it and just choose a season and whatever. So I don't think I've ever actually watched it from start to finish. I think I might do that now, babes. I, I have done gonna, that. Have you? I've actually done it a few times. Oh, um, because I think I I was a similar. It was always on Comedy Central, but I was never I never watched it as it was out. I think I was just a bit too young. Mm. Um, I think it what it ended in what two thousand and four. 
Don't know. Don't know either. You think we would. But it ended in the early year 2000. I think it was just. I don't think it was 2004. I'd say it was 2000. I thought that the movie was 2006, though. Or was, was the movie 2008? Maybe it ended 2006, actually. Yeah. Um. So maybe I did watch it. Jeez, who knows? Um. But I then was similar, watched random, whatever the fuck was on TV kind of vibe. And then for my 18th birthday, I got the box set. And that's when I watched it proper start to finish and loved it and the two of us have just seen so many episodes and so many times and we've just dissected it so we're going to dissect Carrie Bradshaw for you all today girls we're going to deep the dive enigma that is Carrie deep, Bradshaw deep dive um this was spo- uh, sponsored this was um inspired by a tweet I saw of James Kavanagh our pal where he was saying about sex and city he's like I, I think I want to be a Samantha but I'm actually a Carrie. And then he broke down, like he's like, I'm 80% Carrie, 20% uh, or 80% Carrie, 10% Miranda, 5% or something. I don't know, whatever the fuck he said. And I was like, that's so funny because everyone back in the day wanted to be Carrie. But I think everyone now has realized. Well, I think the thing about it is when you watch it for the first time, you're just so enthralled by Carrie. She's so fun and kooky and her clothes are amazing. And she has this like, really simple life you know like that's what I kind of thought was going to be an adult when I was watching that in school I was like I want to move to New York and teeter around in heels and go to the fashion shows and never work but have endless cash and like know all the coolest spots in the city and like all these sexy friends and yeah and men love you and women (laughs) want to be you and that kind of thing and then when you re-watch it and you're more kind of like in like involved and in love with the characters and the way that she treats them sometimes and how annoying she can be mm. like it's, it's kind of like the perfect annoying because like it's a no- like I would watch Carrie mm-hmm. and like be kind of cringing at some points but then also running like her you know the way oh, she like 100%. runs around in heels and stuff I think they made such a good character of her in the sense that like she shows up a lot of things that you might not like about yourself like she's a very like reflective character in that way like or she shows you things that like you know she'll act certain ways that like friends have really pissed you off and gotten away with it and she dresses up everything so nice and she's just a very very multifaceted and layered character but I think so what do you identify as in your breakdown of Sex and the City characters? I would say I'm totally Carrie with a little bit of Samantha and I don't think I really have much of a Miranda. Maybe a bit of a Miranda with a cynical. I think you've a sense. bit of them all. I think everyone has a bit of them all. Yeah, that's I think how they did. They did set up the characters that way. Yeah, that you will always there'll be parts. I think you've a bit of Charlotte in you too. Do you? Hmm. What part? Like the tidying? Like, um, I would say like you. You can be a little straight laced. Can I? Yeah, like slightly prudish. Oh, a girl. No, like not in your personal life, but you can be a bit like, oh, I think it's like the Christian upbringing can sometimes have a little bit of a shock, like a conservative upbringing shines through in you sometimes, which isn't a bad thing. But that would be similar to the time when. Every now and again. Sometimes mad. <laughs> <laughs> your your hatred for anal, maybe? Oh god. Well that's just because I can't do it. I would be all Very up for it. Very short answer. <laughs> I'd be all up for it, you know? I'm not anti it um, But What was I going to say <laughs> We all have a bit of the minnows though 100% Well I think And that was like The mic drop of When uh, The series and the movies And everything was mm-hmm. finished And Sarah Jessica Parker Came out and said That she sometimes thought That they were actually not Like they were just a figment Of her imagination That Carrie was every character 
Remember she said that she was oh. like, sometimes I thought that like uh, the whole show that they were actually not real people. That oh, it was, it was just like Carrie. all in a dream. No, that it was like kind of to do with her. Because you know the way she always referenced them in her um, column. Mm. And that um, it was oh. kind of like different sides of her really. Oh yeah, because that makes sense. Because it is kind of like a, they were like a whole person in a sense. You know, that way like extremities. Mm-hmm. Of personalities Like But I think that's why they, they did it so well So like You would be You're like a good You're probably like James Like an 80% carry Yeah 10% Samantha And then maybe 5 and 5 Charlotte and Miranda Yeah uh, For you I would say Mainly Miranda Yeah Defo Which is great I'm uh, Yeah no I'd be a, I thought we have the least Charlotte and Carrie. Yeah like I'd be more of a Samantha than I'd I would say be you'd a have Carrie. a little bit of Charlotte. Yeah, yeah, no, everyone you does. Know, you are quite like, um, you know, routine. Samantha's kind of like that. Or uh, Charlotte's kind of like that. So is Miranda though. I see that as a Miranda trait. With the working out, Miranda, will, oh yeah, she got into the gym. Mm. <laughs> Miranda did it all. But also Miranda is a bit kind of like floopy sometimes, you know, the way which yes. I don't think he would okay, be. So I, I get think what like you mean. the organizational yeah. kind of Yeah. Yeah. And I'm also like in the group of friends, like I'd be the one like organizing the holiday. Yeah. Sending the links in. That's very Charlotte of me. Yeah. Yeah. So and I then would Samantha like very slight. I don't know. I don't think he'd be a Samantha. In the boudoir, maybe. Maybe in the sheets. <laughs> and I do know. So. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when I was single though No you weren't like Hoeing really when you were single Not when I knew you No I never knew your hoe side Yeah you didn't at all Maybe one day <laughs> Who knows <laughs> Oh but I was Back in my real single days You need a hoe phase for sure Yeah defo You met me at the, the tail end of it So I was just over it at that point Yeah But I don't see Samantha as like like I know she's promiscuous and stuff like that, but like she just loves sex. That's what I see her more as as like a she's a bit of a man eater, obviously. Well she's um But she never feels like anti relationship. Yeah, true. Which is which was like so cool to have that as, because obviously the show was obsessed with relationships and I loved that they just had the one who was anti that because it would have been totally nauseating if mm-hmm. each of the four women were obsessed with their boyfriends and their partners you know the way it was great that she had it was like the window in the room you know that Mm -hmm. she was like just trying on men for size and everything like that and it was just so I don't think we'd really seen a character that wasn't a joke character Mm -hmm. you know the way like I think we've had like in sitcoms we've had kind of like those types of women where like they'd be like you know getting with a lot of guys and not having relationships but like Charlotte did it in such a like with such ownership which was cool yeah that's um but when you look at the four characters and you see carrie is the kind of like it's very easy to describe charlotte miranda and samantha with kind of one word one line but with carrie she is the kind of more she's more holistic character more well-rounded yeah you 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 do get to know her the best as well yeah she's the Leading character obviously And, and like, I think that's why You liked her When you were watching her At first Because you're close to her You know Like you're in her Little bedroom you're And head. you're Yeah you're in her head And you're You know Thinking her thoughts And everything like that Um, So to start with Carrie Let's think of some like Standout moments Okay 
Oh, like in what context? Let's think about like, okay, so when we first got to know Carrie, like mm-hmm. in the first season, um, you know, they had those voiceover things, oh. remember? Um, I loved, can I just say, I loved that. Now, I'm did. glad it was just in one season. Yeah, I, did love I it. liked it. I didn't love it. It was a bit kind of like, I did feel a bit stopped. And I didn't really love the like, remember they used to have like the New Yorkers being like, oh, what? the street. I yeah. like them like this and like that. I'm that like, was only in the pilot, wasn't it? Because they were going, I remember listening to that podcast about it. Yeah. And they were, I think on the pilot, they did it the most. It was like people on the street. Because it was like, New York is the best looking women in the world. Yeah. But um. They stopped. It, it did kind of dribble out a little bit in the first season. Didn't yeah, it? I think it was so. more Carrie did it to camera. Oh yeah, yeah, that was mad. It would like freeze frame, and she'd turn and she'd be like, and then he looked at me. Oh my god, what am I gonna do? And she turned back and like he was big. I'm like that is so like eighties or <laughs> yeah. something. Um, but in the first season, obviously, she has the short little hair. Yeah, and it's not like blonde blonde. It's kind of like mousy with like a t-bar highlight dare yeah. I say and her clothes are sick like she's obviously it's the, they didn't have as much money so like the mm-hmm. it was and they didn't realise I don't think it was that it was going to be a fashion show as well I think they were very they didn't know it was going to be a fashion show you're right but I did think they were always very conscious that like Carrie was fashionable because it was a book remember yeah and it was always she was a New Yorker That it was more they wanted to make her a New Yorker and like New Yorker women just don't dress like shit. Like yeah. people, like especially back then, New York was probably more. I would, I would argue, more stylish than it is now. Now it's like random, but like people back then were very put together. It was like the time of the power suit. Mm. Women were bombing around. Like you know, it was a very that American, like American models were becoming really big in the in the nineties. Yeah, and that kind of American look. There was Ralph Lauren, Tommy Hilfiger. These American brands were coming really, really big. DKNY in New York, you know. Mm. So it was a very time. It was a time for American fashion as well. Um, and she looked like she was always wearing Donna Karen. Yeah, she loved DKNY. She looked great. Like, and she was season one and two for me were Carrie's coolest seasons. I, I think, yeah, I mean, cool. what I loved about Carrie at the start was just like, she's so like, I think Carrie and Sarah Jessica Parker is so flipping gorgeous. I oh, love yeah. her bod, her hair, her style, her personality, everything. But guys, she's so girl fancy. She's like, I'm like, oh, isn't she gorgeous? Like, I've not really met a guy who's like, she's fucking right. No, guys don't see it at all. No, they slag the shit out of her. I'm yeah, like, look at the I know. I'm like, she's like, <laughs> fucking gorgeous. Stay to you. I know. <laughs> and, um, you know, they love Samantha. <laughs> I know. And um, I, I always was like... Or Charlotte, obviously. They always like Charlotte, yeah. I, my first instance of Sarah Jessica Parker for me was uh, Hocus Pocus. And mm. I remember being like, she is the hottest thing ever. Where she's like, come little children, I'll take thee away. Remember she sings that weird fucking yeah. song? Um, I love her look. And I love, I mean her... Her tits pushed up to her chin in that movie. And like, well. her bod is great. Like, her bod is perfect for fashion. Oh. She was a ballerina. That's why yeah. she is so lean and everything like that. And just jeans. That is pure genetics as well. Because yeah. like mm-hmm. ballerina, yeah. But like also ballerinas are usually like genetically just t- little slips of things. Yeah, little slips of things. But um, so the first couple seasons, obviously, it's quite big heavy. Yes. I didn't realise. I think that he's in the first episode, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I love Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Yes. She, t- she Remember, she like knocks on the door. Yeah. So that's, a, that's a standout carry moment. Okay, so episode one, she does meet Big and I think it's like, 
it's all about like always bumping into this one guy yes and like remember that scene which is so flipping <gasps> cool yes. where she's like going down the street and he bumps into her and like all her contents of her handbag she's, going, she's doing Condoms. a walk of shame Sorry, oh yeah she a slut shaming word uh, she's doing a stride of pride and yes queen she comes <laughs> yes queen she comes out of her the apartment big bumps she into her she looks so good she looks so she's good she's wearing like a little tan of dress <laughs> and her johnny's just spill out of her bag which is obviously like a big like post uh aids new york kind of reference to you know they were i think in a lot of shows they always like love to show like condoms then yeah kind of because it was obviously a sensitive time in the 80s and um they, they keep seeing each other and I think they see each other at the end of it and he brings her home or she's on a date and he's like drives up pulls up in his car in the passengers in the like back of his limo and he brings her a li- gives her a lift Raul driving Raul. he's like where you live kid she's like East 72nd Street and then he drives her there and then they're having some sort of like whimsical kind of banter in the back yeah, of the yeah kind limo. of like poetic banter mm. <laughs> and then uh, she gets out of his car and then she bangs on the window and he rolls it down. She's oh like, wait, he goes, he goes, she's like have you ever talking been? about love. And oh, he's yeah. like, you've just never been in love, kid. And then she like knocks on the window and he's like, pulls it down. She's like, have you ever been in love? And he goes, absolutely. <laughs> and then drives off and it stills in her face and, and it goes like, like, <laughs> like some jazz. jazz. <laughs> and she's like, and that's when they knew. Yeah. Apparently that's when they were like, this is gonna be fucking huge, but it is like because their chemistry, pilot, their the, chemistry, their chemistry, and that pilot is an what? Like, I mean, such a good pilot of a TV such show. Such a good pilot. Like, you meet the characters, you fall in love with them instantly because, like, they she kind of names the characters, like, yeah. and gives them a little like little bit to yeah, each like, of them. Here's Miranda. She's a hardworking lawyer who just yeah, can't yeah. get enough of the office, but also loves some good dick. Yeah, <laughs> in her coochie, yes. It's so good. It's so like snappy, snappy. Like and it's 90s so like writing. 90s in the random clothes. And it's just, and like, oh, I love, like Carrie, I think I love her so much because she's just so like, has her little things. Like mm-hmm. I love the way she has that phone you know like the really vintage kind yes, of phone that she wanders phone. around her apartment with and she's always on the phone and like I am so like that when I'm on my own in my apartment and the kids are in bed like ah, was, I'd be singing back in the day <laughs> out my window and like on the phone to my friends and then like being like will I blog and I'd like do my <laughs> blog thinking I was Carrie Bradshaw she makes me want to smoke. Like, I find it hard to freaking watch, especially the first few seasons when they were going hard with the yeah, cigs. Yeah, because, like, smoking was so acceptable on TV then. It's weird that it's not now. Um, but not that you should smoke. Uh, yeah. But, um, and they just, she makes smoking. She made smoking a fashion accessory. She makes smoking Marlboro Lights look like you're eating double chocolate cake. Like, yeah, it is just the way she holds. It just looks so gorgeous, and, and she, she has, has a martini those, in the other hand. And she has those old soft packs that they used to have in America. So they're like paper packs, and she's like smoky. She's like marble, like marble gold. She calls them marble so gold. So cute. And she, I'm pretty sure, like Marlboro Light cigs became so popular after Carrie Bradshaw. Because I remember when we all started smoking cigs, oh, we yeah. all smoked them because of Carrie Bradshaw and Kate Moss. Kate Moss, Kate Moss always yes, spoke she, that she smokes. Those two Marble So cool So cool <laughs> But like Truly the branding did work Like when they took the fucking branding off Sigs It did oh, work yeah. Because like And then when I liked the strokes I started smoking Camels. Marble Reds 
Did they not smoke camels? No, Marble Reds. Was it? Because mm-hmm. I remember we all smoked camels. Who did we smoke camels for? Maybe the Kings of Leon smoked camels. Yeah, one <laughs> of them smoked camels. One of them did because my friends. So, I remember my friend Maria smoked Marble Red because Jim Morrison smoked them and like they would rip your lungs Oh, I know. Apart. What the literal fuck? Like I was your hoof in the window. <laughs> they're like cowboy. They're literally cowboy cigarettes. Like they are the most intense cigarettes ever. Cass. Sick chat. Don't smoke, kids. No. But another. what's another standout, maybe later mid-season standout carry, carry moment for you? Carry moment. One that stands out for me is, which we'll probably be talking about when we're talking about her boyfriends, is when she got back with Aiden again mm-hmm. and she just couldn't deal with it being different. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she cheats on Aiden um and then spoiler alert spoiler alert sorry and then they you know get back together or whatever and try again and he's not the same like their relationship is so pure before and she obviously you know fucked it up and it wasn't like as pure as it was before and she was wanting to go back to that like Mm -hmm. just forget it happened kind of thing and she was really really pushing him to get to that point and that's such a that's a very carry in a nutshell for me like she's very like you know just thinks of herself I think what do you mean pushing him to the point that he'd break up with her no pushing him to the point of forgiveness like I would just get back to where it was you know like yes she couldn't kind of like she didn't want to soothe like the fact that obviously it's not going to be the same she couldn't be she had no empathy no Trust had to be built back up, you know. She also couldn't admit... Anyway, we'll get into that. Yeah. That's where we are going to be talking about her as like a friend and as a girlfriend uh, after this little spiel. I think another in line with that that's very Carrie was the cake scene with Aiden. Yes. When he's like... I love that scene. He's like, you want some cake? And she's like, yeah, I'll have some cake. And he's like, you want the cake... And what does he say? Again? He he's says like, so. She's like, um, "You want the cake and to eat it too." Oh yeah, he's like, "You, uh, you got some cake." She's like, "Yeah, I scored the last piece or something." And he's like, "Can I have some?" She's like, "All right." And she feeds him some, and she's like, "Oh, not all the cake." He's like, "I didn't want all the cake or something." And then he yeah, has, it's so it's weird. Like, cake. He goes, and he goes, "Oh, you want the cake now?" She's like, "I never not wanted I never the cake." Not. Yes. <laughs> Basically I never saying like not. I wanted, it was kind of insinuating that like their whole relationship was her having the cake and wanting to yeah. eat it too. Yeah, which you know? it was. Um, what's your favourite look of Carrie's? Like not like specific fashion moment, but like her general season vibe because it changes a lot. Okay, so I loved when she straightened the hair and I think why I loved that was because she was one of the first people I think to actually use extensions. In, really? Um, I remember reading that from Patricia Field who was the designer and yeah, I think they, that, Really, yeah, I, think I guess that would have been really early. That really upped like extension selling. Like, like they, yeah, she had been... clippings, like, but they clippings, mm. no way, they look like bonds. I know, did it one? And yeah, it just looked like when she had it straight, it was just because we were so used to seeing her with that kind of like Curry. almost a fro, it was so short. And then she had this long, and it just made her look so good. And I love when it was long and curly as well. My standout moment, it just popped into my head, has to be. Katie Yeah It's first of all So Carrie Bradshaw Because Big is getting married To like the younger woman mm-hmm. And Natasha. she makes all of her friends Go for drinks On the day of yes, their wedding yes, Around yes. the corner To talk about His wedding Like 
Could you first of all get more in self-indulgent? Then she brings up a movie um, the way we were with Barbara Streisand which by the way I watched after watching that episode for the first time it's a great movie a okay classic great Barbie. if you like Barbara Streisand anyway I mean I just can never take my eyes off her nails she has these fabulous long natural nails that look like fake nails Barbara really? Streisand like, honestly look at them they're beautiful they're like the most you know like a hand model manicured yeah nail, like skinny little fingers oh beautiful anyway she's amazing in that and she's like I'm like Katie she's talking about this movie where Barbara Streisand has this boyfriend he's like in the navy or some shit like that and he's always coming back and forth and they it's kind of like a him and Barbara should have been together but then he brings back this other girlfriend and she has this like wild curly hair and she's like I'm like her I'm Katie with the curly hair and all of her friends are like lolling and then she like leaves the cocktails uh, cocktail party sees big in the plaza across the road oh it's like your friend who's like anyone want to go to the club like she um, found out like it was in the paper it was announced the wedding yeah. so she knew where <laughs> she the knew time her. and the place and she just so happened to be yeah. walking by wearing a white dress a white dress <laughs> a looking drop dead oh. that's my favorite look of Carrie's yes. I love that she like so good she went I liked it when there was one season where she had a run tan and I'm like Get more of that. I mean, surprise, surprise, we like the scene where she has a tan. But like, yeah, she I do you know. A, a she bit does. Of tan, you know? Yeah, and um, she goes up because <laughs> they talk in this in the bar about this scene in the movie where like Hubble brings home his new girlfriend and Barbara Streisand goes up to Hubble. And she they she puts his hand her hand on the side of his face and she says, smooths his hair smooths back. Smooths his hair and he's like, "What, Katie?" And she's like. Your girl is lovely, Hubble. And Carrie... And he goes... Sees... No, 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 no. That's not in this, though. Because then we haven't said... You've seen Mr. Big getting into his fucking limo with his new wife. And the in-laws, I think, or something. Calls him over to the middle of the street in New York City. And he's like, hey, what are you doing here? And she just looks at him and she just puts her hand up to his face and goes, your girl is lovely, Hubble. And he goes... I don't get it. And you never do. And then she sees those two wild horses. Yes. Not wild, sorry. They're oh like yeah, sorry, they're, they're on the carriage. They're carriage horses, but, but like they're Irish, kind of going wild. They're like Irish men. Yeah. They're like kind of, you know, yeah. being yeah. horses. She's like, he, she's trying to tame the horses. Maybe I don't, I can't be tamed. I'm a horse in the wild. And, and I was like, she, funny, because people do call you a horse a lot. And she has been just bailed on her friends as well, by the way. Clearly half locked going up to yeah. their ex-boyfriend being like, lovely, lovely humble. And you never did. I don't get it. Also, classic, classic, classic. Okay, we'll get into it with the boyfriends. So let's talk about, let's get into it then. Let's talk about Carrie Bradshaw. She's a sex columnist, okay? The biggest, the whole show revolves around relationships, obviously, which is why we love it. um, And dating and sex and all the rest. So Carrie's relationships are obviously at the forefront most of the time. Yeah. And And I also love, now, question, Mm -hmm. do you love when she's with Big, with Aiden, or when she's dating? Um. Ooh, I have to give my opinion on all three. Okay. Okay. Big. I'm a big stan. Yes. As in, like, I think she should have been with Big. I think Big. Yes, one hundred percent. I 
Anytime I see the damn title coming up saying guest starring Chris Noth, I want to freak myself. Oh, I know. The lube is coming out. Especially when it's like you haven't seen him in ages. Even if it's just a random call from Napa. Oh, oh, (laughs) and he's in the hot tub. (laughs) He literally makes me so freaking moist I can't. Do you know what you need to watch? What? The Good Wife. Because he's in that and he plays basically. Oh yeah, movie. you've told me that before. I can't, like, I can't honestly bear to watch him he's, sometimes. And he's, he's even hotter in that. He's film. just so he's good older. looking, and he's so like he's just perfect zaddy material. He's like he's so like hot. the, the ultimate suit. Zaddy. He's the ultimate zaddy. Like busy, busy. So when she's dating big, I mean, I love it. I just, I love all the big scenes. I love the big relation. I love it all. When she's dating, I love it because I just love the randomers like that. Fucking what was that? The meme I sent you the other day. Oh, it was yeah. Like, Carrie Bradshaw would be like, it was the perfect date with the perfect man <laughs> and the perfect shoe. And the shoe looks like this. And it was this like <gasps> baby pink pump with like lace and pink bows all over it. And we and you always say, I love And she'd be like in the window. She's like, yeah. hello, lover. <laughs> To the shoe. Hello, love. I guess I can forfeit another month's worth of dinners. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Rent can wait, right? Right. She'll call up her landlord and be like, I just had the most beautiful bow yeah. with the most perfect man. But and the men. Okay, I remember. That's what I was just about to say. My favorite thing is what we always say is that they're always like, he's cute. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. mousy man with like, Rimless glasses yeah, and like board shorts. Remember when they went to the Hamptons and she got with that like doctor and he was just so not good looking and she was like and these tiny parent- glasses, <laughs> just like pale, like soft body and she was like, "Here's this great guy and." I feel nothing. What's wrong with me? This beautiful man. <laughs> like Chris knows, like Aiden Shaw, good looking fucker. So my opinion on Aiden Shaw, yes, right. Prefer him as a hippie. Oh, wow, really? Look, you're the turquoise. If you're going to go there, go there. That's all I'm saying. Okay, I mean, I couldn't really with the linen <laughs> shirts. <laughs> Not even a shirt. They're like a caftan. <laughs> <laughs> And it's kind of like the little flap would like in the New York wind would kind of like go up and you'd see the bell. I like the the, like the flappy hair. Very thin hair. Like I think like if you want to have long hair as a guy, you have to have like a head of hair. It's like an instant hotel, the guy with the mullet. It's like he used to just have long hair and then he just cut the front of it. Keeps the long hair. Like Aiden and he would wear like a suede random like cut box jacket with phrase on it <laughs> and a huge turquoise ring did we ever see his house um Once. we did when he gives her the wood the chair oh, yeah. the wood the floor so let's talk about um who are you who do you prefer i mean i like them all for different reasons okay so i obviously like i love big like he's amazing but what annoys me about the whole big and carry thing is like it wouldn't have worked. Mm-hmm. It just never would have worked. Like that and the like the way that that relationship went and the ups and the downs, it was never going to then settle into no. a nice marriage where they're aging together, which is what happened in the movies, obviously, and not that they count, in my opinion. No, they don't. But they, it just never would have worked. Now, yes, he would have come over to Paris and got her from that because he likes a big showy thing and he's he a kind of a chase and yeah. he likes to win. Yeah. And he would have, you know, he loved that whole, like, I'm going to... But they would have come back and it would have gone to shit. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that annoyed me because I was like, 
it's just he's like he treated her terribly you don't just have a guy who randomly treats and with Jen learning who <laughs> randomly treats you terribly and then one day actually treats you amazingly did he treat her terribly though that is sometimes my question but I mean well maybe no he didn't treat her terribly I but think like, Carrie had he unrealistic didn't... expectations on her relationship with Big and that is really what fucked them up I think I don't think he treated her terribly I just don't think he was you know they referenced his ex-wives before yeah. and he didn't seem to be someone who now in the later years of his life wanted to be in this big committed one monogamous relationship he kind of seemed to yeah. really like her but I mean come on look a big he would have had got with like the younger gals and like you know mm-hmm. he would have wanted like he's just that kind of guy I think he's see I don't know I think I agree with you in the sense I don't think it ever would have worked and I but I think it wouldn't work because Carrie's expectations were she basically wanted big to be Aiden emotionally and Aiden to be big like physically and kind of in his career and probably in his like she liked the like manliness of big and him getting stuff done he was like suave and cool and like yeah. It's kind of like those two guys you always end up going out with. Like, this one guy is like this cool fucker, and then there's the other guy who's just like so nice. And you were like, where's the middle ground between the two of them? And that's what she wanted. Because, like, realistically, Big never, like, Big always said to her, like, I, like for, he was always like, I don't want to get married again. I've been fucking married and it keeps failing. I don't, and like, even in that amazing scene of the McDonald's where he's like, He's broken into her that they've already got, they've already broken up season one and gotten back together season two. And then now he's saying to her, I'm going to Paris for work. I'm going to be there for like six months. Not a long time, first of all. But mm-hmm. I guess there was no internet. So you probably felt further away back then. And she's freaking out and she's like, oh. She could have borrowed Miranda's Palm Pilot. <laughs> Palm Pilot. <laughs> um, but she doesn't get technology. Oh, yeah, of course what is not. This? She can barely use the internet. Barely use her computer. She still writes by pencil. Yeah. <laughs> An she, ink and a feather. She's obviously like flirting with the idea of going to Paris and she finally decides she's going to go to Paris and she turns up to his apartment with these fucking McDonald's and she wears a beret on. And like, I just think that she, he's like, I need someone, I need to go out with someone when it's okay for me to go to Paris. And like, he's telling her his needs. And I, she just ignores them, I think. I think it's like, with Big, in so, he was just kind of too good for her. In the sense sure. of like, he had his shit together so well. That he is was true. like a really like, you know, cosmopolitan kind of guy. Like, And that's what like, Carrie was so into fashion and looks and kind of like, you know how she was perceived like we all know that she couldn't even pay her rent or didn't have any savings but was bopping around with like these hugely expensive outfits and shoes and drinking and dining and like living that life and I think she loved that Big could give her that life and that he knew the people you know he knew the right places knew where to eat and dressed well and she loved that but then you know if she was on par or on like the same level she would have understand understood that like that's what goes along with it. Like you're so high up in work that like sometimes I'll have to randomly go to Paris because yeah. I'll be needed over there. They but just she didn't was live like, in the same world at yeah. all. And I think like, I mean, it was so funny because I was just talking to my friend who's also single the other night and like the two of us were on FaceTime and um, <clears throat> we were like looking, you know, in like pajamas and being like, oh, I just want like a good guy with the shit together. And then <laughs> we we're like, look, look gas that we're saying that when we're like you know the way it's like oh there's so many scaldy bastards out there oh and then (laughs) gas that we're saying that because sometimes you like it's like that whole saying like 
don't um, marry a rich guy, be the rich guy. You okay. know, it's kind of like if you want to be like, it's kind of like you have to be on the same level. There's no point in you just. So I just don't think I think Harry wanted that, but she couldn't get it. And her as a girlfriend to Aiden, I mean, obviously the cheating is there, but like, I don't think that I don't find that the interesting part of their relationship. I think I agree with you that like one of their most interesting parts is like how she wants expects him to forgive her so quickly when they get back together and her disrespect for him in the sense afterwards when they go up to his house in the woods and she brings big she brings the man who she cheated on him with to his house because this guy I can reach her but she can never no yeah. the way around she can reach me yeah. but I can never yeah. reach her and he's like that's fucked up man and it's like well what I it's like she I think which is like a classic thing and I what I love about the like Big to Aiden Is She was fucked around In her mind anyway By Big You know She was hurt She Just didn't Feel like Satisfied mm-hmm. With like the love He was giving her Or the attention Or whatever That's why like When they broke up The first time It was because He wouldn't say You're the one Which is like and they were only Ridiculous going, They weren't going out That long But it's even like A guy can Say it in his own language You can't yes. tell a guy What to say Like tell me I'm the hottest girl Tell me I'm the best Sex you've ever had You know I you saw can- a gorge tweet On uh, A gorge quote On tweet Twitter <laughs> Are you okay over there? Sorry Poor brain Poor brain <laughs> A gorge quote On Twitter By Neil Strauss And he was saying Remember I love you doesn't always Look like I love you It looks like Have you eaten yet? Here's your dinner I've changed the bed sheets Yeah exactly Which is true It's like um, like he was bringing her away He was bringing her away On a To Barbados And yeah. she had a hat box A hat box <laughs> Whilst wearing and, and while And uh, white gloves Yes yeah, Travelling gloves And like Then like They're just getting in the car Raul's waiting The limo And Tell me I'm the one And like What if he had said Yeah you're the one Okay come on You know the way Yeah What would that have yeah, given Yeah yeah you're the one And then jumped you anyway Then he'd be like You said I was the one it Yeah exactly all, We all like, talk shit In the bedroom on. <laughs> yeah. But I think um, Aiden was the perfect one cause, Like for the post big moment Because like They don't have a lot in common Bar yeah. That they Really wanted to be in a relationship I think That they really wanted to be they in They were like, both hurt Because remember he was talking about his ex-girlfriend Yeah And like they both seemed to be hurt And they were wanted like comfort in a relationship Yeah And Definitely. I think they wanted like just a successful We're fully in this relationship mm-hmm. Which she didn't get from Big So I think she kind of came out just like a bit dis- dissatisfied And that's like You see that so much with uh, people I think That they mm. like Try and like Force a relationship They're like Isn't it great he's Completely down with moving in right away And you're like yeah. And they get into it And they, they're just not happy Because Yeah They ain't the right one Yeah And like I think That's Why she cheated Because like Yeah He trumped her Or he trumped ba- uh, yeah. Aiden Yeah Because like Aiden was at home At the KFC And the, you know the way Like and he She just missed The kind of like Cosmopolitanness of Big And how He could like Just book a hotel That they mm-hmm. could go shagging And everything you know Well she is also like She is very Concerned with appearances I think Yeah More than she lets on Cause like Even her wanting Like in the movies Which I know We don't count But like First movie kind of counts Kind of And the whole wedding with Big Like she gets swept away with that Because of like She wants the perception And you know She's very self-involved In that way And I think With Big as well She Well it was like Even the whole Vogue thing Like yeah. You you would pay me to work at Vogue You know Yeah exactly So I think like 
she didn't really Aiden never fit into her life that way who is your most favourite random boyfriend of hers like where she's like dating a random I love the John Bon Jovi fucking hell oh yeah that was a good one he was hot so hot oh my gosh and like that was such a sexy date they had they played Twister on her bedroom on her floor yeah that was so sexy and she was wearing like a cute little yellow hot pants or something and she looks like oh my goodness the stoner guy I was just gonna go hot child in in the city city. that is one of the best it's such a summery episode because they're so hot and like she, they just get stoned. It's so cute. Yeah. I love um, it's a the politician episode. guy. Oh, him. <laughs> to wants, pee or not to pee? He wants her to pee on him. Yeah, that <laughs> she, was... And again, like, sorry, we're talking about a sex columnist and you can't even pee on someone. She is the That's what's hilarious about it, which, like, what I love about the show is that nothing adds up. Yeah. Her income, their <laughs> clothing, their free time. Yeah. The fact that they have no families. The fact that they're even friends with each other. Yeah. Yeah, no families. And like dedicated friends, like as a foursome, you know? Yeah, it's like, where would you have all met? Yeah, and you never knew that. Yeah. Bar from, I think, the movie they tried to make it kind of stupidy. But um, I love that. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. What do you think Carrie's love language is? Hmm. And what would you say like Biggs is? Carrie's love language I think is like moving fast or like I don't know Mm -hmm. what that would be. I think it's commitment. I think it's like I think she actually I think she thinks it's commitment because like you know when Aiden was moving in and it was Mm. what she thought she wanted. She thought she wanted this like you know, we do everything together, we're partnership, but then I think she actually it has been single for so long and is quite an independent person. She loves her apartment, mm-hmm. she likes her own time, she loves her friends. So I think her love language is um I think it's kind words of words of affirmation. I was just about to say words of yeah. affirmation says that like she gets swept away with the words so much and she kinda only cares about in my eyes, she has like a real narcissistic streak in the sense that like she only really cares about what people think of her relationship. She doesn't actually seem to actually care that much about her relationship when she's in it. Only with Big. And I think the only reason she cares about the relationship with Big so much is because he kind of made a fool out of her a few times. Yeah. Or that she feels like he made a fool out of her anyway. That she's like, I got this great guy. Now look at me. And then he's like, dumps her. And she's like, Dabo, basically. I think she just felt like, you know, he didn't value her as much as she valued him. Yeah. And I think, I mean. Which he didn't. 
which he didn't but also like what he had to offer yeah you know exactly. like it was, it was always the, the it was only the unequal playing grounds you know, yeah that way like um her yeah i think his love language would probably be acts of service do you think yeah because i think like he'll he'll always like help her out even when she's yeah. like has a boyfriend very true oh yeah when he helped her out with the rent and stuff yeah, like that yeah like he'll always help her out he'll always answer the phone to her he'll never yeah. be like god he's great i know he's bloody brilliant and like he always and i think the one time ooh interesting the one time i think he really kind of yeah always was randomly driving, driving around, around new york city him, girls like, hey, kid that was so sexy So sexy Especially uh, got, he's not driving His driver is driving Oh him. that's so sexy so he can Fondly up in the backseat Exactly <laughs> Yeah he, he always does that He always helps her out And um, He never judges her Never judges her I had something I was going somewhere else With his acts of service But I can't remember now But he um, Yeah I think he just like Will always like Help her Oh yeah sorry I do remember The one time that he Was actually kind of Soft to her And kind of opened up a lot was when she was doing acts of service to him when he was having his heart surgery oh she yes came over queen. in a candy girl outfit and the dominoes and he was like and he's I like, could do this kid like, I could do this forever she's like what do you mean do you literally mean forever because I'm going to do it forever <laughs> yeah. I'm obsessed with you but that's what they say you know you give someone love back as their yeah, language that's and, how they, and they finally see it and mm-hmm. I think he finally saw it there with her I think he was like oh my god you actually aren't a complete selfish bitch even though she kind of was because she did it as like a weird kind of cosplay thing I know <laughs> she's like look at me making a show on a goddamn dance like it. literally did she buy that online you know she went into Party City and then when in the movies when she tried to force him to be uh his love language to be words of affirmation he couldn't do it mm-hmm. like she was trying to put because that's when he started to yes. just recite the poems and the yes. emails and when she tried to force his words of affirmation in the first breakup tell me I'm yeah. the one exactly Whoa. she just was putting words into his mouth which that's like, like and when he was giving a, a service love a, an act of service by yeah. taking her away like something which he showing. never did yeah that's him showing like I'm being serious with you yeah god Carrie you dumbass <laughs> so and then, he didn't get the hollier <laughs> yeah delighted you and know? he would that would have wrecked his head as a guy who likes to give service totally. to the love He's and like, she just book those does tickets. not respect boundaries as well do you remember the episode where she sneaks into church to meet his mother uh, no that was outrageous like sorry that screams I have a terrible relationship with my parents it just screams that like she just refused like I think he you know really liked Carrie Carrie loved her company loved hanging with her but Mm. he was aware that she was a bit of a cuckoo crazy girl and he couldn't have her at some things you know and I think it was just like him taking his time in the relationship where he was like she was was never satiated with like he could give her like Bits of seriousness And then she'd be like But what about your mom? When am I meeting your parents? It's like Chill And a lot of people do that It's like You see some people in relationships And their other partner Like gives them signals That they're being serious And it's just not enough And they push yeah. and they push and they Or push. like they're giving Because like he was obviously Giving her signals That he was like Really into her And mm-hmm. down with this relationship But then when she Like he accidentally Kind of said Oh I bring my mother to church And yeah. she's like you do that? I'm not, that's, she's not like, even religious. So it's not even like a genuine interest of hers. No, of course not. <laughs> it's not like she's like, oh my God, I'm... And like, know. obviously, she, the mother is religious. Yes. So like, really, does she want to be like, hi, I'm a sex columnist? <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> I 
page three. Open page six on your paper there, yeah. baby cakes. You know the way she'd always say that to it's guys. Called like, what Mr. do you do? Big because your son's dick is so <laughs> yeah. big and he's just so big in the bedroom. Oh my gosh! But that was just so rude of her to like turn up and force him to introduce her to his mother. and then get mad when he was mad. And also remember when they went to that um, party. And it, the girl was really annoying and they were having like drinks and she was being outwardly rude. And he's like, you're being a bitch. She's like, you can't smoke in here. Sorry. Yeah, and she like, was like, fucking shut what up. What the fuck? It's like, yeah, everything's cream. You can't randomly smoke inside in a party. And then she ends up getting off with the caterer. Yeah. In Big's fancy friends fucking house so party I think that he brought you to. Yeah. And she's like, I saw a guy that I hooked up with after a drunk night at the tunnel. Okay. Yeah, and then she's like, oh yeah she's like pulling his tongue being like is that really pierced and he's like look at my tattoo on my oh yeah fucking, oh like, my like pube bone or and something. he's like are it's you like... okay out here she's like <gasps> and then she hooks up with him yeah. and then he says i i love you <laughs> there it just takes me a while to say. so she literally had to fucking basically cheat on him to push him to you know make yeah. a show out of him to be feel like to make him fuck, feel i have to say something so she stops being insane and like to, yeah like pushes him to the point of like he feels so uncomfortable that he has to like admit his feelings to you prematurely so yeah like, he's not comfortable just so she's fucking happy yeah no, and she cheated on him like what? and she never told him that yeah she's like and he- then i made up my own rule yeah. Nothing counts before I love you. Oh my god, I forgot <laughs> that she said that. It's like, okay. Oh my god, okay. Grand. Every girl then also is like, great well, rule. Yeah, brilliant rule. I love that rule. I, I really like <laughs> but that. But the rule only applies to me, not to yeah, you. Yeah, oh yeah, only to me. Only to women. Um, so let's talk because a she bit also about. She got mad. Remember when she bumped into him and he was on a date? She was like, I was furious. Oh yeah, she's like, I, you didn't tell me you were seeing other people. He's like, I didn't think I had and then, to. <laughs> then she's like, but I didn't, it's okay for me. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> she's talking about her as pal in the last, like, for the last quarter of this because she is... We should touch upon a little bit before though with um, Aiden. Okay. We didn't fully go into that, I don't think. Okay. Um, just how she was with Aiden in comparison. I think, I think he filled everything that like you know remember he wanted like straight away he wanted her to meet the parents and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. remember he was like he was just the opposite of everything big and then she like... was turning into big yeah. remember she was like <laughs> i don't know but i do think that he i think she kind of understood big more so from that relationship because he kind of treated her the way she treated big mm-hmm. with the moving in with the pushing for the marriage with the like why aren't you wearing the ring on the right thing you know like i think she probably then understood what it was like and she saw a bit of big in herself. Yeah. Because sometimes you can, when you meet someone, I think like you can just be so ready to like let go of everything that you maybe would have been holding dear. Like, you know, with big, she was just like, fuck my single life. I'm obsessed with you. And then such a selfish, selfish thing that she did, apart from cheating on him, I think was saying yes to his proposal because she was hating him up to it. She was like over the relish. She was like not really like she was just like she'd no- found the ring and she was- found the ring, talked shit on the ring, then talked shit in her friend who chose the ring, and then like Miranda was like freaking preg. I'm like, I mean, so cute. No, I'm not getting. And she was like, well, think of this: I'm a pregnant woman shopping for another woman's engagement ring. Yeah, and she was like, what? Whatever. Anyway, like she's like, oh, me. do we have to talk about the pregnancy? I know. And then she. She said yes Just because Again I think it's a words Like she's not even Just words of affirmation She's like She likes a big show And a dance 
the fact that she was getting proposed to I think she was like yeah oh. she wanted to live in the fantasy she was like of course she just like she doesn't think of the repercussions of like her actions to other people she only thinks about how it serves her she's very self-serving in that way as in like she's not realizing that like Aiden has been planning this damn like proposal and that he's like nervous he's an old-fashioned guy as well like he was moving into their her house and they were buying the house together like surely you would have known that that was on the cards and then yeah and then she which is a huge commitment in itself and then you know when he proposes like she just says yes because it's romantic she doesn't say yes because she ever is planning on marriage And she knew she didn't Because like again She didn't even say yes Because she was kind of Caught off guard No She'd known it was coming She, she went all soft as well When he did it Because he did it In that really cute way They brought Pete for a walk Yeah his dog. She's wearing the little Crop top Really cute outfit Perfect she outfit really I cute. love that outfit The little red crop top And he goes down To pretend to tie his knee His shoelace And he's like Will you hold this for a second And then she's like What And she's pissed off She didn't want to go On the wall Yeah And then she op- he gives her a ring And then all of a sudden She's like because she likes the ring yes. First of all Samantha re-chooses the ring Yeah <gasps> The ring's not the ring He's like, The what? ring isn't disgusting Thank God And then like <laughs> She was just so Now she was Pretty horrendous to Aiden Oh yeah Because like she just Hated his fucking life mm. And she didn't Like even the dog She's like Oh Pete get away Like she hated the dog She loved that he was like A furniture seller Because he was Getting noticed Yeah You know she I don't think the, Yeah exa- Again like she liked the like Reputation he was getting She yeah. didn't like that She didn't respect it I think Well she I think she wouldn't have Respected it Unless he'd had that Reputation Yes Like if she had known him When he was just Kind of starting up And like I think she'd be like Oh what the fuck's that chair But now that it was Kind of like He was at the cool Shops and store yeah. Openings and stuff He was the Furniture designer Remember when she met Yeah him, She's like This hip new Furniture designer That was Rumoured to be the furniture designer of yeah, New York yeah. City. Like he was the up and coming cool kid. Yeah. Basically. So, and he'd like come in from the country or whatever. He's the macer of New York. Yes, basically <laughs> he was. And she, uh, we need to find a furniture. <laughs> a new reference. A carpenter. Oh, the Jamie Maguire, you know, oh. the guy who's, yes, the, he's so Aiden. <laughs> he made James Cavan his fucking um, desk thing. But then I think even with the house, I hate the house when he had this little cabin. Which, first of all, imagine meeting a lad now and him being like, I actually have a little uh, holiday home in Wicklow. I'd be like, oh, your mum and dad's, no mine. No, I own it. And, I'm and a I also have a gaff in New York. Yeah. And I'm a woodworker, so I not only can make you beautiful pieces for the, your interiors, my whole wood cabin is decked out. And I'm going to make it really cool. And how manly that he had like a oh. truck and he was like, you know. And also fun to play like farm girl for the weekend. And like, and she was so mean about it. Like she wouldn't go down. She refused to go down for ages. She's like, I don't like the woods. And she's like, oh, I she, like to look at the And pictures. then she would only go down if she could bring her friend. Oh my goodness. She brought Samantha. She was like, I rode the milk boy. Oh my God. <laughs> that was stupid. That was so stupid. <laughs> and she wore like ridiculous clothing. You yeah, know the way? Yeah, she wore like dressed up as like... And she wouldn't cook or bake. She was this short of basically chewing on a piece of straw and drawing on freckles. Literally. <laughs> like, she was wearing like a little boat peep kind of thing and then screaming at the animals. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's a rat. It's a squirrel. That's a rat in a cuter outfit. <laughs> oh my God, you're so annoying. She was terrible to Aiden, but it was very, it was just self-serving and it was her trying to like, like square a circle. But it also kind of is similar to the 
big relationship because it's like Aiden must have known that this girl doesn't fit with me. Yeah. She hates everything that I love. She hates the lifestyle that I yeah. have. She's so the opposite of what I'm about. And yeah. yet I'm trying to really push it to Their work. Their morals were just different as yeah. well. It was mm. like he wanted like a good old girlfriend that he'd like marry and settle down. Like remember he was like that when she wanted to go out clubbing with her gay friend and yeah. he wanted to he was like will you just come here and rub my belly I ate too much KFC and he's like well, we, I just want to do this all night and it was just like you can have slight differences but like if the makeup of everything that you like to do is never you're never on the same page yeah it ain't gonna work the only thing I think you know what as well the fact that like Aiden and Steve got on so well I think yeah. that kind of unified them as a foursome which is. is always fun that always happens fun. you know when you and, and your friend what also happens is when the, you break up with the lads they stay fucking friends and open a business together I know <laughs> yeah it's like uh. but um Scout. and what I would say again the movie is not that they really count but Sex and the City 2 when she kisses Aiden in Morocco Random. that would never have happened never. Aiden would not have done that Hell no way he has two no. baby boys and he's yeah. married to a wonderful woman. He would never, never have kissed Carrie again. She would have tried and he would have been like, whoa, Carrie, no. Like, Carrie, you need to go to rehab. You haven't changed. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to sexual addiction rehab, girl. <laughs> girl, <laughs> you're not, you're too much like the wood. The yes, flaw. you are so, flawed, baby. Let's talk about her as a pal. As a pal. So we both agree, I think, that we think her best friend is Miranda. 100%. So, best friend on many levels. Yeah, so let's talk about them first because they... They're the most interesting. Yeah, and they kind of seem to always have their alone time more. Yes, they're best friends. So does any uh, scene stick out to you? Can you think of one? I can think of one if you want me to jump right in. Where where Miranda's a good friend to her or... Just a friend moment of them just to kind of like... You open one of them. Um, so remember when they're thrift shopping. I was just about to say that one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's a good scene. And she's like, so I'm going for lunch with Big. And Miranda's like, what? They had broken up. Yeah. And broke her heart. He'd broken her. And she then kind of dropped it in that they were like talking again and stuff like that. And Miranda was just like furious, basically. And just like they have this fight in the store and I think they walk, one of them walks out and everything. Of course, Miranda does not come across to me as someone who would be into thrifting. So she's purely indulging in Carrie's Carrie. interest yeah Carrie's like do you randomly want to go thrifting but I do like the, it is a good scene where uh she's like Miranda you are you can be so judgmental yes and then she stor- Carrie storms out I thought Miranda stormed out one of them storms Miranda has happens. a random wicker bag from what I remember yeah and Carrie's <laughs> and like a long maxi dress yeah and she's picking up some sort of like Hindu dress or something. Yes, Miranda's like, like trying to be into the, the thrifting. Yeah, when she can afford like literal designers. She's yeah, and so she's rich. not interested in fashion. No. She uh, likes her Harvard t-shirt. Yeah. That's she, about it. Yes. Yeah, she was where I went to school. Yeah. No, I would never wear that, okay? Can I just say? I do not Trinity. Reflect, oh my. Trinity hoodie. I don't, re- I'm not reflected in Miranda's. No, not sense. with the fashion. Not with the flipping fashion. Her no. fashion was ridiculous. Yeah. She kind of got it fine at the last couple of seasons, I but mean, it was still just very really. like M&S. <laughs> it was just like Mammy. Yeah, it was like a nice plum. <laughs> <laughs> Slitty blouse. Um, so, but like Miranda was always the one that she kind of went to. Another scene that I think of is when, um, I think it could, was, is it post that? 
I think it could be post that actually when um, Carrie then rings her up. She bumped into Big or something. Mm-hmm. They, her and Miranda were like not on good terms. They'd had a little argument. And then, oh yeah, it was the Palm Pilot. The they Palm were talking Pilot, about yeah. guys, talking about guys. And then Miranda is like, can we just stop talking about guys? We're intelligent women and all we talk about is guys. And then they go back to talking about guys mm-hmm. and Miranda storms out. She loves a storm in that moment. She does. Wouldn't be like you. Hon. I wouldn't storm. No, you don't storm. And um, then... Imagine I stormed it. And then she storms out and she's wearing like that random ass blue puff hat. It's like mm-hmm. an iconic Miranda look. And she bumps into Or she her sees ex. from a distance yeah. her ex and his... And it's the one guy who broke her heart. Yeah, and it's with the girl that he left Miranda mm-hmm. for and she like hides and then she understands the obsession. Mm-hmm. So, which is actually ridiculous because it kind of is like, Miranda had a very good point there. Like they literally only talk about boys. Yeah. And then Miranda was like, oh my God, no, they're right. We should only go talking <laughs> about boys because it's so heartbreaking. <laughs> and then Carrie call, calls her up after she saw Big in the club for the first time mm-hmm. and then she's like I know things are weird with us but I really need to meet at our place and you think it's going to be big for some reason but it's Miranda mm-hmm. and then they have that like chat and she gets it so Miranda is like I love their friendship because Miranda is very much a grounding Miranda like yeah brings her, her back to earth yeah so if I was to make up how she everyone knows each other here's a fun game oh fun I would say that like Miranda and Carrie are kind of the basis of the friend group Mm. And I would say Carrie brought in Samantha and Miranda brought in Charlotte. Interesting. Because okay. I would say like Samantha and Carrie live in the same world, right? Pure events. She's at the event. She knows Samantha. Oh yeah. No, they, they are, in, they were a believable yeah. relationship. Carrie's an it girl. Carrie She loves going the, clubbing and bopping around. At the parties. Yeah. All the rest. Samantha's a bit older, so she probably would have seen her. Samantha was the it girl in her heyday. I'd see Miranda would probably met Charlotte through like boyfriends or something. And they got on. Interesting And then maybe they brought That's how I see the group merging So I see Samantha Or sorry I see Carrie and um, uh, Samantha, uh, And Miranda As kind of like The foundation of the group And I don't think we ever see Like Them hanging out Who? Without Carrie You know like We see like Carrie and Miranda Carrie mm. and Samantha But we never see like Miranda and Charlotte You, I think there are moments of it I remember noticing it once It was like because there's the scene where like Charlotte remember when Samantha is dating Charlotte's brother yeah she's banging yes. him sorry and then like uh, Samantha, she's in the house she comes over with like a gift basket and Samantha's like come on in she smacks her on the arse because she's like Samantha knew that the biggest apology someone like Charlotte could ever give is in a fruit basket yes <laughs> and then it did kind of happen in the movie the second movie when we saw the two mothers which were Miranda and Charlotte having that oh, yeah. scene which was kind of played out really badly because it was like you don't seem okay are you doing like it's so hard being a mother and they tried to kind of connect to the mothers which was just like no my favorite connection this is obviously like side story but my favorite little moment between Charlotte and Miranda is when Charlotte has had and I, I think it's actually Charlotte's best ever scene Mm-hmm. And peak of her character To be honest Is when she's had the, the No she didn't have a mi- Did she have a miscarriage She did didn't yeah, she Yeah she did And then she's like Watching the uh, With Harry Goldenblatt Yes She's watching the the uh, Like E Hollywood True story of like Liz uh, Elizabeth Taylor Elizabeth Taylor, yeah. Taylor And they're like She got up She put on some makeup And she went And then like She puts on her makeup She wasn't gonna go to Brady's baby shower Yeah She was like How can I fucking go to see this 
and she turns up and like her and Miranda have like a knowing nod yes so how is Carrie as a friend then maybe to to Charlotte I oh well actually the to Miranda scene. she really treated her like shit just to finish like she really yeah. I feel like Miranda was such a loyal true friend and she doesn't ju- she doesn't realize how good she has it with Miranda. no and she and I think Miranda will always just be there for her like I mean the worst scene in terms of like how bad a friend Carrie is to Miranda other than being there the like the standout one for with Miranda for me to that really shows like their friendship and how it's just not reciprocal really was when Miranda had just had the baby she Carrie came over and she's flouncing around in this dress and like Miranda's breastfeeding and her boobs are big and Carrie comments on that yeah, she's like oh, oh they're huge. huge and then Finally, like Miranda's struggling and trying to like communicate with she Carrie. Really, she's not really listening to her. And like she can't, like she's trying to get the baby on the tit and to talk to Carrie as well. And Carrie's obviously like, oh, why aren't we chat? You know? Yeah. And then she finally gets. She's also the, talking bullshit. She's like, I'm on a date with the city. Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, yeah. And then I know that feeling because I've obviously breastfed. The baby latches. Mm, and then you can sit back and relax. Yeah. And then Carrie's like, I'm going to go. She's like, I'll leave you to it. And And Miranda's like, no. And she says no. Mm. She's like, no, she's, uh, Brady's feeding now. I can actually talk to you. And she's like, Miranda, you have a baby. And leaves her, like, basically being like, enjoy it. Or do you remember this scene? And then she basically throws in her face what Miranda's not able to do by being like, I don't know, I'm going to wander around New York. Maybe go into a museum, catch a movie. Instead of like, Going over and helping, like cleaning up, yeah, or like I don't know, visiting your friend's new baby. Yeah, or just helping out a little bit or something. Like I mean, they're that close. Do you remember when they all shove Miranda into the taxi? Oh my gosh! Like, We're going yeah. shopping, and she's like, "Oh," and they're like, "You go in a taxi." We yeah, but we've the, got the baby, and she's like, "Oh, I know." I can't be the same episode. Yeah, to Miranda, she defo. But I think at the end, like I think Miranda perseveres as in I think Miranda just moves on certainly to yeah I think I always got the the thing that like Miranda like has her life has her husband buys the house and I think she just kind of pities Carrie by the end of it I think think she kind of made that decision yeah I think the I think the Russian and her moving to Paris that probably changed like that was a good signifier of Mm -hmm. like I think then Miranda understood that like, oh, what I'm putting into this friendship isn't kind of getting back. And never will. No. So then I think that's when she kind of was like. Yeah, I think she was like, fuck her. I think like Carrie Rand. will always be that random friend who's ringing her up with like boy troubles when they're 60. <laughs> yes, and like yes. Miranda's like, I'm on the way to like my son's wedding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Carrie's like, do you think he likes me? Yeah, she's like, do you mind if I bring a 24-year-old to Brady's wedding? <laughs> yeah, and she's like, oh, God. He's bi. I'm so I, actually okay with that Yeah, now. I think they're just like, she's like, you're crazy kooky and Carrie. Yeah, but I like, think she, she wants to... She loses respect for Carrie at a point, 100%. She, yeah. She doesn't respect her anymore. She just sees her as kind of like a fucking mess, I think. She just sees her as like someone who... Because it's not even just about the men anymore. It's just about like, what is your life? I like, think especially she lost respect when she realized post Aiden obviously like she had this great like Miranda really liked Aiden yeah and then she was like hold on you've been pulling us along that you have your life together in a certain extent but now this relationship breaks down and you're literally asking us to loan you 10,000 to 20,000 like what the fuck and that is when she's the rudest to Charlotte yeah so let's move on to Charlotte then Carrie and uh, Aiden move in Carrie and Aiden get 
engaged Carrie and Aiden break up and Aiden has bought their her apartment and now she has to buy it back off him which first of all is completely fair and she's like what I know is he serious I can't believe it it's like and thankfully what, she has you were more- going to rent it off him for the same amount of money what yeah like, like and it's not like he pr- we're just like that pretend that you did get married and that you got the house yeah like you didn't get married girl like you can't just get the house like he's broke he bought you a big fucking ring and he was asking it back for the same price which yeah. Miranda always was like fair 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 is fair yeah. baby and she asked all her friends and Samantha and Miranda like well she doesn't actually ask she just hints heavily they she's basically annoying as fuck because like they've all got their shit together they're not in their 20s anymore they've all got good jobs or you know Samantha or Charlotte's obviously from money so she's always had money and she had the divorce yeah she had the divorce and you know they've all grown up and she's literally admitted to them that she has two hundred and or and eighty thousand dollars worth of shoes in her closet but she doesn't have a fucking penny of savings <laughs> and now she's hinting at her friends to give her the down payment on her apartment and samantha and miranda say yes and then charlotte just doesn't say anything because charlotte's like old oh, last money those people will not give you and also fair fair enough it's awkward to give your friend ten thousand quid who by the way you're not giving miranda ten thousand or samantha you're giving Carrie, who's just admitted she spent a quarter of a million dollars in the last few years on shoes. And has been into the bank and they will not give her a loan. So So it's like she's bad credit. Yeah. And again, money, like especially that type of money, of course, would affect a relationship. Like it puts a price and it's it's just an awkward thing that you'll have to discuss with your friend. Like who wants to be like, hi, that um, money you loaned me didn't go in this month. And Charlotte is probably like, so you're going to owe me 10 grand, Samantha and Miranda 10 grand? And you have zero grand right now. And you're going to be able to pay all of us back. And as well, like that brings it into the thing of being like, they're aware then of her money issues. And like, what if you know there she's continuing on the same lifestyle then what do you as a friend who yeah. you know you owe her money or she owes you money do you, you get to be like me. here let's not maybe go shopping this weekend because you owe me fucking money yeah and she like turns up to charlotte's apartment basically and is like why didn't you offer me the money you sat there and looked at me you looked away from me <laughs> i wouldn't have taken it and and, and she does because she takes the engagement ring yeah she takes So then she gives Charlotte. Oh, but what, what's that on your finger? Yeah. And she, what? And she like, of course, Charlotte is mourning like someone who she thought she was going to be with forever. That well, she mourning gave, her life that she yeah. wanted so like, yeah, much. Yeah, she has this big fancy apartment, but like she got it out of like with the one thing that the, the character of Charlotte would hate the most, which is divorce. Mm. Like Charlotte always said, I'm only going to get married once. Like, And she was upfront about it. And Charlotte fucking at the end of the day got divorced like she had to accept that failure and I was wandering around this big ass apartment it must be a constant reminder of your divorce you're just like the only reason I have this fucking gap is because the bastard we broke up I'm not with them anymore and then she yeah, judges I mean, her it's... for wearing her lovely I'm sorry what person who isn't engaged anymore got to keep the ring doesn't throw it on oh come on especially like did you see that ring I like know. that clear cut Tiffany diamond like and then what are you gonna do throw it in the bin yeah and then she she guilts Charlotte into giving her the fucking ring she gives her and she takes it she takes it it's insanity it's the rudest thing ever like that is just so shocking and like 
Yeah, she guilts her. So Carrie actually wrecks her little balls with like, yeah. I mean, we all like to indulge. Like that, Charlotte wearing the ring is kind of like going through old pictures of you yeah, and your and be- boyfriend or something. You know, it's just you doing that. I'm not going to make, like, that's like something you should be like, oh, don't worry, we all do it. You, oh, yeah. you don't like it's embarrassing as it is to be caught out doing that fucking shit never mind when she like was, someone is like <laughs> sorry what and she was doing? wearing it in her own home yeah like of course that's a wonderful thing like she's there with the memory of mm. him and their relationship she's probably like um imagine if we were still married you know the way like and things yeah, worked out like thrown on loving the ring i know yeah and it's don't beautiful she chose the ring yeah that was another scene yeah so yeah with charlotte and she was like, you don't even need to work. Yeah, she then, goes, what kills me is you're, you volunteer. It's like, so what? And then it came out that she actually does need to work, but that she yeah. couldn't get a job. Yeah. Because oh, they yeah. were, you know, only hiring like younger people. Like she's too experienced, which yeah. does happen. All the time. So, I mean, it's just like she did fuck up her life for mm-hmm. that relationship because like she left her job and now she can't get back into the and she was Workforce. afraid to admit it because remember when she quit her job, Miranda judged her yeah. notes. She was like, you're leaving your job? So they were right. And she was yeah, like, and she's oh, like, oh, for fuck's well, sake. I'm volunteering. And to Mar- Samantha, the worst she was to Samantha was the time she slut shamed her. That was horrible. Because at yes. the end of the day, Samantha is like, what? It, it What's the t- phrase about the tin? What it says on the tin. She is outspoken. She's like, I go around. I do whatever sex wise. She's really open about sex. Very sex positive woman. And Carrie is like, walks in on her giving a blowjob to like the DHL guy or whatever and fucking shames her so badly. The fact that she brings it up at lunch in front with the of girls. the other girls. As a dig as In well. a shady way. So Samantha's like, what would you guys do? Some, she has something about giving head. And then uh, Carrie's like, well, Samantha would just sign the DHL slip and tell him and give him a $10 tip and be on his way. And then like slurps her drink. Yeah. And then when Samantha pulls her up on it, uh, she's like, she's like, what? She's like, if I caught you doing that, she goes, you would never catch me doing that, Samantha, because it is something I would never do. do. And she's so rude to Samantha when she kicks her out of the bedroom to ride big. Oh my gosh. She brings Samantha on her book tour. All the way by down train in, by train to San Francisco and talks about a zit for the whole entire journey. And the only reason they're going there in the first place is because Big is going to be there or something. So why bring your friend? She's like, please, just come. I need someone. And she also has anxiety, so she makes Samantha take the fucking train across the country. They're on the train for f- twenty four hours. And then when they get to the, the place, she's like, don't worry, my agent has booked us a beautiful room. And Samantha's getting the bath and she kicks Samantha out of the fucking room so she can, sorry, if you're coming here to ride a lad, I'm keeping the room. You can go ride him in his room. Like, you're not riding him in my room. I mean, well, don't, don't kick someone out of the bath. Don't kick someone out of the room. I mean, well, I don't know why they didn't have two rooms. <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, if we if we went on tour, right? Well, I would never bring someone down to me going somewhere to get no. the ride. But like, say we you go on tour and we got this fab huge room. Like, you wouldn't come back to the room and be like, oh, I've got a guy, uh, will you get out of the room? I know. It's like, no, you want a ride, that's cool. Go down. And Big's loaded. He was always getting freaking yeah. hotels. Like, get your I think, do you know what? Which, it just, this is so Carrie. I think what she's trying to do is show off. Yeah, and be like... Big was always the controller one there oh, yeah. that like he was booking 
these deadly ass hotels and stuff and she yeah. never had that she was just like along for the ride and now finally she's like I have a book and I have My this bad. great hotel where I bitch about you in it for the whole thing I know and then he wouldn't even ride her barely until he finally did the next day the weight of a man the That's weight of a man wanted. yeah she was t- she wasn't great like I mean her and Samantha definitely had banter but I mean it was obviously killed also by their like on set fucking yeah. tension that is annoying because I think Carrie and Samantha as characters were meant to be really good friends but they had to make it Miranda because like yeah which makes sense but I think do you know what like when you're looking at the relationship or as like Samantha and the slut shaming like I think I think Carrie almost used Samantha for shit for her book Mm -hmm. like I think she because like I mean Carrie couldn't even handle going out with the boy guy Mm -hmm. you know like she wasn't sex positive at all like she couldn't even handle a guy wanting to pee on her yeah which is like like that is low that's vanilla type of shit you know and so I think she almost like wanted Samantha around as the little play toy. Like they always slag the shit out of her. Like, oh, Samantha likes a boy. Oh, you're a lesbian today and all this kind of thing. Instead of just taking her, you know, she's taking her for face value. They'd always yeah. kind of like. She always judged Samantha and she never, she was like a token. Yeah. She was like my crazy. She was like a play toy. Yeah. Like my crazy friend Samantha that she 100% used for content. 100%. Yeah. They go keeping some mental person around. Yeah, and then putting shit about them in the freaking podcast every other week. So rude. Like so insanely rude. And I think she felt like Samantha made her cool. Like she loved that she could get in places. And like when she was introducing her boyfriend, she was like, This is Samantha, my crazy friend. And she was like, like, Hey. And she was like, Hello, sit your fine ass down. Yeah. Tell me about your friends. Oh my god, I loved (laughs) her. Oh girls, that was so fun. That was so fun. Let us know what you think about Carrie and let us know I would love to know the most um, we'll put up a story on our Instagram first of like definitive Carrie moments for you and maybe Carrie outfits Carrie outfits too because she wears the like remember she had the belt around a bare stomach oh yeah that was iconic and a trilby my favourite honestly is the boyfriend shirt with the oh yes and the pink heel oh such a look so let us know and then let us know obviously which character you think you are yes And who you think we are. Ooh. Ooh. Interesting. Okay, gals, we will talk to you next week. Bye, gals. Bye. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.,